0: RDTdaily.com presents a TaraBuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: What is up? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And this is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And we need more of we need more shows like this, that's for sure. And here's Tara Jr. Jr. Yay. Already, right out of the gate. We meet here when well we have a regular Saturday recording time around well it's, we have we record every Saturday evening and um, what else but during the week we have to, I really have to say that thank you for your flexibility uh, until we get enough patrons to have a daily show at a set time it's going to be very difficult to I tr- I mean I try to do as many shows as possible that's all I have to say and. Um, Thank you for your flexibility. So, let's see. What else? Um, yeah, because we, we, I mean, this this has to be, I mean, we really do need a daily show at a set time because of the situation that the country is in. And it requires owning the message um, unapologetically. Did I say that right? I feel like I chewed up some consonants in there. But... Yeah, unapologetically, we need to um, get the word out that we're, uh, you know, liberals are the real patriots. We are capable of functioning in a free democratic society and that's what we're working on. We're working on making that franchise work for everyone and um, not just the 1%, not just the white men. Guys, 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 okay, um, before we get going, I don't. I. I just want to say um, thank you all for your patronage. If you want to support the show, please do, of course. Um, and I need to... Uh, what's the... Where's the address? It's uh, Tarabuster. No, no, no. Patreon.com slash Tarabuster. And we do have... I do have a Tarabuster website, just so you know. And, uh, but nothing real. I mean, it's just a bunch of links there now. And... There's are some articles, actually, and also, well, if you're looking for the show, hopefully, that will help. All right. But I, I want to say that tonight's show is sponsored by Katie O'Malley. Thank you, Katie, for becoming a patron, for taking that leap, going to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing and uh, maybe we'll we stand a chance I appreciate that and I know and your incredibly generous patronage is it means the world it, it will help and it does help to keep us going and growing so thank you so much Katie and if you are a supporter this is the one last plug go if you want a mug like, a, like the one I'm using right now Go to, Gmail. Oh, wh- what is my address? Uh, Tarabustermedia at gmail.com and request. You have to tell me your name and address, of course, and I will send you a mug. How about that? Thank you. And, like, I hope that you're listening. Oh, wait, hold on. I hope you're listening, Katie. Same thing. That, Of course, that applies to you. Send me an email. Okay, okay, where are we, where are we? All right, let's start. Let's just start the show. It is starting. Where's everybody, by the way? Okay, I hope uh, this is what sucks about not having a daily show at the same, at the set time. It's very difficult to build an audience that way. So, all right, well, let's get going. It's not, uh, it's, it, it is, what do you call it? It's a little difficult. When I know that you know, it just sucks not having a daily show at a set time. So thanks for everybody for supporting, and hopefully we'll get there one day before they put me in the in the dirt. All right, um, let's begin. A lot of things happening since we last got together on Saturday evening, and um, I'm I'm, I'm I, obviously tonight the mandate um, President Biden announced that there will be a vaccine mandate for federal workers. Good, finally. And he's encouraging private corporations, big corporations to do the same. This is what is required. Of course, the right-wingers are flipping out because they're all upset about their freedom, D-U-M-B. This is ridiculous, and we know that. And honestly, guys, aren't you as tired as I am of these COVIDiots and mass calls, these horrible people. They are horrible. They, they are the, I, I, they really are the domestic enemies the Founders warned us about, but they are also awful human beings. And I was searching for a word to substitute for human being, but let me put the cat back. All right, sit down. You sit there. You stay there You watch the show from there. Look at this cat. Look. Oh, you can't see him. (laughs) Look at him. He's like, won't let go of my hand. Now he's biting my hand. Great. Because he wants me to pet him. All right. You're stuck now. Great. Okay. So, where was I? The traitors are whining, of course, and flipping out that there, were, there is a, I mean, a mandate. We knew that was coming. The, the fact is we would be on the other side of this already if it weren't for the Republican, dirty tricks, misinformation, lies, and uh, m- monsters running around. And when I was thinking about what to talk about tonight, there are so many things to talk about. It's hard to choose which one and and <laughs> which ones I should say, because we go through um, a lot on the show and, uh, you know, a lot of topics. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Jim is all alone in the chat room now. It's kind of lonely in there, but I'm sure other people will show up. And this is what, what sucks. Like I'm saying, having a daily show at a set time will really help. And um, you can, how can you, um, you know, build an audience when they can't find you. <laughs> it's very difficult. It's like if your favorite show, let's say, it was on in all different time slots, it's very difficult to keep up. But anyway, in the meantime, we will keep doing it anyway. And that's really been, that's a motto in general, do it anyway, um, even though it's not perfect and it's obviously it's not, it, we have a ways to go Do it anyway, even though you have doubt. That's, I'm saying this to myself, because I, I, sometimes I feel like giving up. (laughs) I have to be honest. I feel like, okay, maybe I should just tune out politics in general and, uh, walk into the sunset, not, and say, all right, whatever, I tried. Keep, uh, have fun, guys. I'm gonna go over here and, try to save some cats or something I don't know do some cat videos but yeah it gets very it gets a little bit depressing but anyway the the fact is I mean that's not going to happen I know myself too well we have to I I I will I mean that's this the secret for uh, for success is never giving up and all right whatever And the same thing here, we're dealing with the vaccines. Now, okay, so I did a video with, a couple of weeks ago, a a short, one of the short videos about, the before the backlash began about the vaccines, and I knew that they're, uh, we know, I mean, they're not that hard to unpack, the, the, the fascists. They're like cats in that way. They are easy, they're very simple people, and We and you don't really, you know, you don't need to be a uh, sociologist to get to the root of 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 their manias. It's they're. I knew they were going to start whining about mandate. I don't. I'm not for. I am. I do not um, impose my will on anyone. Uh, That's what freedom is. uh, But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. They have completely redefined the word freedom, and in, by extension, they have turned this country into a, you know, a bunch of selfish pricks, where freedom, as if the founders fought a revolution so they could not give a shit about anybody else. That's not freedom. In fact, that's actually quite pathetic, really. There's nothing free about that. It is, it's simply selfish. And is that the only American value? Some, and uh, it feels that way. Greed is the only American value, but so is selfishness. Well, those are two American values. Greed and selfishness, same, it's kind of the same thing in a way. But the, uh, we knew that we going to start whining about mandates. Wait, hold on. Ah, music, very loud. Tara Depp, that's just my cue. We use that on the weekends. Oh, and another plug, Tom Hartman's coming on the show Wednesday, next Wednesday, coming up, eight, well, the show will be at eight, he will be on at 8.30. That's going to be good. And we're going to be talking about healthcare, his new book, The Hidden History of American Healthcare, which is my passion in a way besides cats. I I well not just cats. That's not true. I love all animals. The cats, I ended up having cats because of I live in an apartment. I didn't feel like waking up every morning and going out walking a dog <laughs> in my, you know. So I got some cats and I toilet trained them. So, they walk themselves. All right. And where are we? So I knew they were going to start wh- uh, whining about mandates, uh, but the fact is, they were—and we know Republicans are—they have—they really have no clue about patriotism or the history of this country. We, we've heard that George Washington, the f- the father of the united states right the father of the country that's what we call george washington mandated vaccines for the continental army and it, it's, it goes d- a little bit deeper too because at the time now th- when i did the video i forgot to mention that um that the the okay the continental army as we know at the time that george washington mandated the vaccines they um, were the continental army was hanging by a thread so uh, and we know that and as far as history valley forge and the and, and not everyone was for the revolution that's another thing so the the british and the american forces engaged in biological warfare we know that the americans sent smallpox riddled blankets to the native americans but the they also this also occurred between the british forces and the american forces so um george washington vaccinating the 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 troops for um against smallpox was you you can actually say that a vaccine mandate built this country we wouldn't be here without a vaccine mandate And this is how they vaccinated people in uh, George Washington's day. They didn't have needles. They didn't have hypodermic needles. They they, They brought somebody around. The doctor would bring, or whoever, would bring someone who had smallpox. They would slice one of the pustules with a knife, and then they would slice you. With that same knife. So that's the kind of mandate George Washington, not inflicted, but uh, (laughs) decreed for the troops to save the American army. And the uh, the other thing is that this was incredibly dangerous as well. So what the, the whole, and and we know the whole philosophy behind the whole, the way vaccines work is that you get a little bit of the illness that will, at the time you are getting the actual smallpox under your skin. Now they've engineered it in ways that it doesn't, that it's not dangerous where you're not, you're, I'm not sure how, you know, I can't actually explain it a hundred percent, but you know what I mean? They take out those, the, whatever it is, that they, you know, engineer it. So you're, the chances of you getting seriously ill are uh, slim to none. But at the time during George Washington's day, the one in 10 who received the smallpox vaccine got seriously ill, seriously. And some died, uh, a large one in 10. One in ten, and when taking the vaccine, the the entire Continental Army was was basically down for the count. So this was also a a secret operation where George Washington um, had they had to make sure that the British didn't find out that the Americans were being vaccinated, because that would be a perfect time to attack, and uh, because the the entire army was. Was uh, recovering from the vaccine. Um, and the notion of, fr- of freedom is uh, I, I, it's, the Republicans have really twisted what it means—freedom, liberty, uh, especially you know in regard to our country. The continental, the, the early settlers, the and uh, whatever not settlers, the early Americans were. They, they wouldn't call a mandate um, tyranny because they participated in government. And that was freedom. Because they were living in a world where the majority of people were under the rule of intergenerational aristocracy right? and monarchy. So the, uh, the people had absolutely zero say in their government. They had, they didn't vote. The the king, the queen, whoever didn't give a crap what they thought. It voting had no, it was irrelevant. There, nobody voted. There's no voting. So that's what the early Americans considered. They considered themselves free, and uh, they considered the American uh, America the land of liberty because they could participate in government. And when you, when you vote for representatives and then they go and uh, face a crisis and they d- mandate a vaccine, the early American citizens would not consider that tyranny because they had voted for the representatives. And there was a remedy the next election if they didn't agree. So... That's why this is. we have to get the word out because the Republicans, the conservatives have completely destroyed this country. They have. I mean, the country is an embarrassment. I'm, I'm, I am embarrassed for this country at this time when the rest of the world uh, is watching the stupidity. They, they, they don't look at these assholes and say, oh, yeah, let's be like that. That's what freedom. And see, the other thing about the early American experience and the Revolution was that the American Revolution started the dominoes falling of uh, of monarchy. That was it, it, the the world looked at the American Revolution and said, "We could do that too." So let's be like that. Now who's looking at this country and saying, let's be like this? This is it, this is a shit show. It isn't it is an embarrassment. And I was just talking to my aunt right before the show, and we have relatives in Ireland, and you know, my Aunt Therese in Ireland called and we were discussing how um you know, she was asking how do you make sure you wear a mask? Make sure you're vaccinated. You know, they, they don't have that shit over there. But they're watching the news <laughs> and seeing all the stupids. They're playing these clips in other countries. And they're laughing at us. This is, you know, remember when Trump was like, they were all going to laugh at us. They won't laugh at us anymore. They're laughing at us. They're also shaking their heads as i am god damn it and this is Tara Devon like i said the the other nah, i don't need to do that um it's it's an embarrassment i don't know how you guys feel but i i feel i feel goddamn ashamed to be living in such a a, a, a country where stupid people have so much power yeah was this smallpox? What's this? So I'm looking at uh, somebody on Twitch. I'm not sure what you mean. Um, yeah, so this is a problem. The Republicans, I, I, I just cannot, I can't believe sometimes the behavior. For example, you probably saw the clip. Maybe not. I don't know. We're going to talk about it right now of that young man in the Tennessee school board meeting being laughed at these by these these mask holes these parents assholes this young man shares a story of his grandmother dying of covid this time let's let him let is is let's play the clip if I can get it. (laughs) Let me see. Here we go. Oh, great. It's not working. Hmm. Holy shit. Wait a minute. It is not playing. (sighs) Why? Why, why, why? All right. Well, well, forget that. Well, that sucks. Well, let me read it then. Unreal, right? This is what gets me very annoyed at life. How did that happen? Do you, you didn't hear that clip right when it was playing? It just wasn't working. Who the fuck knows why? Oh, God. Yeah, it's not working. Son of a bitch. On the, I, you know, I was on the phone with the guy from ECAM for like two hours, and he set up. And now it's now it's not working. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, we'll let's. I'll just read it. That sucks. Can't play videos. All right. Um. So. The guy. The kid's name is. And th- 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 This is what sucks about not being able to play the video because he's so articulate and. He's not the only one. There was another kid I was going to play who had all the facts, very calmly laid it out, while, in contrast, the assholes, they look like a bunch of unhinged morons, actually. No, it's not working.
0: And tonight, another mid-state oh, school wait, board is meeting working. is making national headlines. You might remember the one in Williamson County that got out of hand just last month.
2: Well, now, Rutherford County is in the spotlight. The topic for each one, face masks in schools.
0: News Cameron Taylor is live outside the Rutherford County School Board building tonight.
2: And Cameron, you spoke with a student that has been seen now in this viral video.
0: Yeah, that's right, Tracy and Morris, you may have seen this portion of the meeting on your social media feed. Tonight, we spoke with that young man about his perspective of what happened, and it's an interview you won't see anywhere else tonight.
3: This time last year, my grandmother, who was a former teacher at the Rutherford County School System, died of COVID because someone wasn't wearing a mask. This is a very...
0: You can hear and see some of the crowd laughing (sighs) after Grady Knox shares a personal story about COVID-19. He spoke in front of the Rutherford County School Board Tuesday night in favor of a mask mandate.
3: This is a very.
0: He tries to continue his speech, but gets interrupted. The school board chairman then speaks up.
3: We're here to act professional. It was complete insanity from my perspective.
0: Knox is a junior at Central Magnet. He says he could not believe what happened.
3: If they laugh at me about like a personal story about my grandmother, like that's that's just disrespectful, I feel. So yeah. I was like shaken a little bit.
0: Board members like Claire Maxwell say the reaction from some in the audience did not sit well with them. We
2: all wholeheartedly, all seven of us, We're ashamed of what happened, and we want to make sure that nothing like
0: that ever happens again. Those two minutes of the roughly three-hour meeting have now spread on social media. Knox says it is not a reflection of Rutherford County.
3: I hope that they can see that there's people like me that want to see change and look past all of the hecklers.
0: For Knox, he says the laughing will not stop him from speaking up again.
3: As long as I can get my message across, I don't really think it matters what the crowd thinks of me. Good because for you. Overall, they're not the ones making the decisions for the school.
1: There you go. And, then and back if out here, you, live, oh, the
0: school board said tonight at their Let's work see, session the they'll end. be making a statement at tomorrow's regular meeting about the now viral video. As for that woman you saw in the video, we've been trying to get in touch with her, but so far we have not been able to reach her just yet. Yeah, Once she's we too do, busy we'll be sure chewing to gum. Response: Marius, Tracy.
1: All right, Cameron Taylor tonight. She's sitting there, chowing, chew, chewing on her own face. But how do you behave like that? It, it's, it is so beyond repugnant at this point wh- that republicans are, they've become cruelty. Just cruelty is the point. We've been saying that, 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 that someone wrote an article in the beginning of this, m- this nightmare, this republican nightmare. The cruelty is the point. How is that patriotism, by the way, to laugh at a fellow American... Grieving over their fa- their dead family member. She, of course, he knows she got COVID from somebody not wearing a mask because they contact, contact trace them. So, the, they must have figured out. So, the guy... So, the, those idiots laughing about wearing a And then the, the rest of the meeting is such a shit show... And the signs they're holding. Let my children smile. Oh, my God. Will you be smiling, looking down on your 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 precious little brat in a coffin, you prick? Which is actually, you know, okay, whatever. That's your choice, right? That's your choice. Party of personal responsibility. But then... You don't get to pass your filthy COVID breath on everybody else. Yeah, they the same morons who ca- crying, FREEDOM! Why don't they get the fuck out already? Why not? Go Galt! I am so tired of them. And honestly, I think, uh, watching Joe Biden tonight, I think he's tired of them too. You gotta get tough. There's no... This is ridiculous. This is out of control. A bunch of brats running around crying freedom. Could you imagine this? It's like a kindergarten class out of control. That's who the Republican Party is. Or are, however you say it. However you want to say it. That's who they are. A bunch of brats running around whining and demanding that somebody change their diapers. And they make me sick. And you laugh? How do you laugh? Is it because it's uncomfortable, I suppose, to hear the truth. To hear that your selfish, self-centered behavior has actual real-world world consequences that might kill people. And people are dying from it. 650,000 people. Premature corpses, thanks to the Republican Party. Absolutely. It's their fault. The same pricks who went around talking about, oh, it's like the flu. Oh, and then the other thing I was watching, well, in the school board, they're going on about one, not all, just one guy. It's not, it wasn't just one guy. It was a bunch of them. They kept repeating the lies. Lies that they're reading on QAnon websites that even the World Health Organization said that masks aren't necessary. That is not effing true. And this is why it's exhausting. How many times you have to tell these pricks the truth? How many times? It's like we waste our breath constantly. They are a waste of time. That's why I d- you know other shows like Tom Hartman who'll get people on and he'll debate them. I don't have the patience for that. We need to evolve, continue to evolve, let them whine. They will constantly whine behind us. Just shut up and they keep they will, don't worry, we'll drag them along. They, they, that's how it is with conservatives. They constantly have to be dragged into modernity, into the, into the present into the future, goddammit. They have to be dragged constantly because they're too busy whining. So, I I don't know about you, but I'm done with them. I'm done. Everything that conservatives touch turns to shit. Please, Please prove me wrong. I know that's a bold statement. Prove me wrong. What have they added to civilization? What has a conservative added to a free society, nothing. In fact, they are the they're the obstacles to freedom. They're the obstacles to civilization. God damn it! They stand in the way. What do they bring? I mean, I, you just think about the history of this country, and you do, it doesn't have it doesn't take that long because we're a very young country. It's not like we have thousands of years of history. You know, I, I often wonder, uh, I'm thinking about England, how that might it must be fun to live in a country where you know you can go out and maybe find a Roman coin or something by in a field, which happens, because there's such history there. Here, what do we have? Yeah, we have history, of course. Native Americans were here, but. You know, uh, wh- what about our history? Nobody, I mean, th- th- it's, it's very short. And we're already a goddamn mess. That's why I, uh, the other day I was on, um, to- uh, on Tuesday, I was on FYI Nation, Downing Tom with Thomas Reynolds, and Jeff Waldorf was on, joined us. Well, we, we had a conversation, and Jeff was all, uh, I, and I encourage you guys to listen to it. It was I thought it was uh, a great conversation. Because Jeff is less, I guess, pessimistic than me, and he was saying, "Oh, you took the doom pill," and uh, you know he's not as. What the hell is that? Oh, somebody's outside. I thought my phone went off. It's somebody outside, playing a m- playing a, playing all that rap music. But so, but Jeff was saying, "Oh, well, um, where he's not as." Pessimistic because the American people, you know, he was giving statistics um, that the American people are uh, more progressive in general than other, you know, than, uh, other times in history. And, and we've always been progressive, by the way. The United States is a progressive initiative. We know that, right? And um, where the American people are <laughs> progressive, we yeah, just ask them. Depending on how you frame the question, of course, right? But so, taking all that into consideration, that the American people want you know, want certain services. You know, they seventy percent of the American people are um, supportive of Medicare for all, or at least a public option. It's even more than that when you include that, and all of that. But yeah, all of. So what, what, I mean, I don't know the statistic off-head, but the majority of the American people support health care, universal health care, universal higher education, living wages, all that. But I had to push back a little on Jeff because that is irrelevant, whether the American people want it or not. If a bunch of fascists are screwing with the election system, we know that the American people are, mo- are progressive. 90% of the American people want background checks on gun purchases. What the hell? But that, has that happened? It still hasn't happened, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it's hard to keep track of the uh, intransigence of the legislative constipation. But that's in place to keep the rich in the catbird seat of power. The rich get richer and the rest of us um, circle jerk each other off talking about, I don't know, uh, what we support, how many people, uh, 70% want this, 50% want, who cares? Because the fact is, if the republicans are successful with their campaign uh, against democracy, then it, it doesn't matter. The American people, the majority of the American people, d- want the right of privacy over their, over their um, whether they carry a child or uh, a, whatever, a pregnancy to term. So doesn't matter. The Republicans don't give a crap. They just wiped their ass with 50 years of precedent and made, um, and turned the American people into, uh, into bounty hunters against each other i mean it's just such it's so disgusting so that i like those statistics that people want these things that we are absolutely necessary the, the mar um, the majority of the american people want to get money out of politics god damn it how, how long have we been saying that and yet what do the republicans, the conservatives do? They stand in the way. Either they write legislation to ensure that the rich will get richer and their donors will continue to be able to buy them. That's it. Oh, this is why it sucks too. Okay, the other thing I wanted to play, I maybe I'll have to find it online. Let me see if I could... Let me see if some another video will play instead of child care oh, okay. in this infrastructure. Maybe that was maybe that video was just the one that was messed up. I wanted to play this. I don't know if you saw this this morning. Um, Katie Porter was on MSNBC talking about Joe Manchin. Well, we were they were talking about the infrastructure bill. And the um, reconciliation bill, and well, let's let let's listen. Your package.
2: You sent a letter to Speaker Pelosi about it. What do you want specifically?
4: We need a child care investment that will benefit our entire economy, and that means leaving no family behind. No family should pay more than seven percent of its income on child care, and the lowest income workers shouldn't have to pay anything. That is the investment that is gonna jumpstart our economy. It's gonna deal with the 30 year record low of women in the workforce. It's the investment that no family pays more than 7% that is going to let our economy grow in a strong, stable and globally competitive way going forward. And that is what I'm pushing for. And I'm not alone. I'm pushing for this because this is what I'm hearing from American family after American family and from businesses, both small and large, who want and need those women in the workforce.
2: Amen, hallelujah, thank you very much. We know it, we we saw such a small percentage of women make their way back to the workforce because they don't have childcare. So why not make this a standalone bill? It has so much support. Why lump it in with everything else?
4: I'm gonna be honest, I have no Earthly idea where this standalone bill is coming from? Chris Cuomo asked me about it last night. I have no idea no, who's giving you this crazy talking point.
1: Let- because that's what the corporate media is for—to to distract and ensure that nothing actually gets done. Because they are benefiting from the broken-ass system. You know, they need—they want to keep it the same. They like the way it is. They like the tax structure, of course. They like. Being able to buy politicians and corrupt government—they like being the kings of Earth, while the rest of us fight over the scraps and 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 mask mandates and die of COVID because of a bunch of idiots. But um, it's it's incredible to me. But Katie Porter is a national treasure. She, so they get to Joe Manchin, and you, hold on, you'll see be
4: clear to the American people, women and parents and child care aren't some special need. They are a building block of our budget and of our economy in the exact same way that okay. environmental standards are, in the exact same way that dealing with clean energy investment, dealing with health care. This needs to go in the same bill because it's about the same thing, Stephanie. I, I, it's no, about I'm not saying our... she,
1: he, she's talking about child care for, for, worker, for working mothers. Uh, like the rest of the modern democratic world has. And these are investments. That's freedom. That's the point of government. You know, we get together and decide this is the kind of society we want. And we want us we want freedom. So we will set up daycare centers and we'll ensure that or whatever it might be or uh, we'll give you subsidies to hire so, or what are, you know what I mean for your little little brat during the day while you go to work or whatever. So, they, uh, the the rest of the world has these things, including family leave, time off, wh- whatever it might be. There is a backstop. There's something to catch you if you fall. But there's also the infrastructure of success. That ha- and what what do we do here? Do we build? the infrastructure of success? No. We got a bunch of morons if you try to do that. If you try, to, they will start whining about the price tag and well, I have to ask, what's the price tag of doing nothing? It's it's unacceptable. Only if you want a functioning society, a democratic society. To them, they're fine. The the ones the, the people in the 1% the ones who benefit from the broken system, they, they don't give a crap. They got all the child care need, need; Their needs are met by hook or by crook. So they don't care about the American people, what the American people have to do. That's why um, we, we need to build the infrastructure of success, and that also includes universal health care. Higher education—all of these are investments that will return exponentially the uh, the, uh, the the profits from that. Like the—I mean, what was the um, the statistic on the new—not uh, the New Deal on the GI Bill? I think every dollar spent educating um, soldiers returning from World War II returned six dollars in tax revenue into the federal treasury that's called an investment now if we had friggin joe manchin standing there he'd be whining about the price tag but joe manchin's real problem is not the price tag guys it is that he wants he likes he's benefiting from the broken system and uh i love it that katie Porter.
2: I'm not saying they're a special need, but I'm asking you is maybe they're a bigger priority than everything else. Why not push to get this made its own bill because that other stuff might fall by the wayside. You might not get enough Democrats. If you think Joe Manchin is the only Democrat who's not down with three and a half... Tri- billion. You're wrong. There's a lot more centrist Democrats who are just letting him trillion. You, there's a lot more centrist Democrats that are
1: centrist. And that's the propaganda right there. Again, that's how the corporate media runs cover and enables the broken ass system. That's not centrism. That is that's that's defeatism. That's uh fascism, frankly, because we're living in the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap country. That's unacceptable, and it's not just morally repugnant. It is it is impossible to have a functioning democracy w- with that kind of income disparity. This is about patriotism. That's what it comes down to. Here, let's go back to Katie. She, I mean, honestly, when I watched this this morning, I was like, I, I almost stood up on my bed. I was in bed drinking coffee. I almost gave a goddamn standing ovation.
2: Letting Joe be the human shield, but
4: they're not gonna vote for three and a half trillion. Okay, let me take this in two separate pieces. The first piece is why should childcare be part of this bill? And I've partially addressed this, but let me just make a practical point to you, Stephanie. If we had the men who have run this country for hundreds of years, the wealthy men, Mm-hmm. Whose wives and others have taken care of childcare, so convinced that it was important, we would have done something about child care 10, 20, yeah, 30, 40, 50 years ago when other countries did yeah, it. Why not? So why not do I'm not today it. all of a sudden convinced that we have the will to deal with child care when we put off this issue decade after decade after decade. People tweet, my colleagues tweet, Oh, women's payday, women are falling behind, oh glass ceiling. <laughs> Guess what? child care is the solution it's a crisis in pro economic productivity in this country and it's one we have to solve as part of building back better now with regard to senator manchin there and others go. who want to talk about the price tag for this let me be clear you are a business person you get it you can do math if something costs a then you have two options you can negotiate down from a or you can find the money we have revenue options on the table. There are a huge number of corporations that pay zero taxes. And by making savvy revenue choices, for example, using a real corporate profit approach to dealing with those corporations that pay zero, we could generate 700 billion. If we use the corporate minimum tax approach, we at gonna Stephanie generate Rose 40 face. billion. Right there, right there, Senator Manchin, right there, anyone who's worried about spending, we can generate the revenue so that this isn't about 3.5 trillion in spending. It's not even now about 3.5 trillion in spending because we're going to generate the revenue to pay for these things. I have the will to do it. The question is, does Senator Manchin, or is he more concerned about his corporate donors, including large corporations, the oil and gas industry, the big pharmaceutical industry and others who are getting away with paying nothing under our current tax system?
2: All right, well, how about tax enforcement? It was dropped from the bipartisan bill, but the Treasury Department just said that the top 1% are evading, I'm not talking about adding new laws, evading $163 billion every year. Shouldn't tax enforcement put refunding, putting more money into the IRS to enforce the existing tax tax laws? Wouldn't that be a great part of this budget?
4: Heck yes, Stephanie, but look who took that out. The very same people who are complaining that we can't afford to make investments in regular American families are the same ones who are trying to shield the tax cheats of this country. So they can't have it both ways. Absolutely, we should fully fund the IRS enforcement. Every American should pay their fair share, whether you're a huge corporation or a you know entry-level worker. But right now we have a system in which the everyday people pay and the super, super wealthy, that top 1%, those huge multinational corporations get away with paying nothing. I and the other people who are pushing to invest in American families, including through things like childcare, are the very same people pushing to fully fund the IRS. I'd like to see Senator Joe Manchin come out in favor of fully funding the IRS, in favor of having a fair global corporate tax system. And once we've raised that revenue, then I'm willing to talk to him about what we need to do to create a budget bill that meets his goal and his definition of being fiscally responsible. I think it's dead on. Fiscally irresponsible for Senator Manchin to refuse to raise revenue, and at the same time, out of the other side of his mouth, maybe the side of his mouth that he uses to talk to his corporate donors, complain that we can't pay for the things that American families desperately need.
2: Katie Porter, you are taking no prisoners today. We have no time left. I'm getting screamed at in my ear, but I don't care, I have to ask you. California recall happens in less than a
4: week. What happens if Gavin Newsom loses? This is your state. Gavin Newsom is not going to be recalled. We have one of the lowest COVID rates in the country, one of the highest vaccination rates, and one of the fastest growing economies. I live in California, I'm raising my family here. Things in California are going well. This recall was a a part of our California process. It's gonna be an election. I've already mailed my ballot in voting no. I'm making sure that we continue to have Governor Newsom's leadership. Millions of Californians have joined me. I can't wait for this to be over on September 14th so that we can move forward as a state.
1: Perfect. There you go. I mean, she's amazing. She's got the receipts. She has the spine. She don't give a crap. She's calling it out and She's hundred percent correct. Maybe he's talking out of the side of the mouth that he uses to fillet his corporate lobbyists or his corporate. Uh, I guess they're not donors. They're they're uh, masters. I mean, then we talked about this on another show. How the one of the 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 examples of how or Ill, well, I, don't know, I guess it isn't of how how corrupt or how broken the system is is that. When Joe Manchin was caught on a tape telling his his masters that um, if they gave his pal a job, that he would change his vote, how is he still? A, a, I don't know nothing. I mean, I was going to say still a senator, but yes, I know that we need him to maintain the majority, but come on how is that acceptable i don't understand why i mean i guess in other times that might have been bigger news but we're so used to the corruption it's like we don't even bat an eye anymore as if that's the way it's supposed to run but it's not no human beings are corruptible absolute power you know power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely and People are selfish and greedy, and you don't. And that's why when you go through security clearance, like I did, you know they go through your whole financial background to make sure your your finances are in order, so you're not a uh, suscept- susceptible to bribery. And so I that I find that. F- baffling why that's a requirement for, well, obviously not for the Trump Anzees, who got security clearance when their con man waved his uh, smaller-than-average Mario Kart looking penis around and said, booga, 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 you now have security clearance. Um, But if we understand, we know that as human beings, we know that human beings are corruptible and, some, and maybe even sometimes they get into problems and are they need uh, they're vulnerable to corruption that way. And wh- how is it that um, writing legal bribes right into the system is some kind is it, it's is it acceptable. Why, why can't I talk? Because it's baffling. We am I wrong about that? I don't know, because to me, it seemed like that Joe Manchin thing where he was asking his masters to give a job to his pal so he could change his vote. So they they would be able to push back on everything on the on the re, uh, overturning the filibuster. Um, so he could he had some claim to say that, yes, yes, bipartisanship is alive and well in this least upwardly mobile, widest income gap country where the American people can't save $400. That's the important part, right? Getting a couple of fascists, um, a couple of traitors, people who incited a insurrection and continue to spread the big lie, that's what we need. We need them to come on board because um, that's what matters, right? Bipartisan, you got to get one of them to agree rather than do the work of the, for the American people to b- b- build the infrastructure that will breed success and, and civilization. I mean, what the hell? Why is this so hard? Why? Well, because greed has infested the system. We have a lot of work to do, guys. Brother. All right. Where is everybody? Let me see. Let me see. Where's my people? I I lose you sometimes because I have too many windows open. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. And, of course, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Elise on the chat says, I'm in CA. Everyone I know voted no on the recall. I heard 75% of ballots mailed weren't returned, however. Oof. This is concerning. Yes. And, of course, you know, the Republicans are already crying fa- foul <laughs> in California. You know, because Democrats can't seem to win elections in California without cheating, supposedly. I hate the Republicans. I hate them. They are traitors. And I guess this is a good segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was Trump and, the tra- and uh, venerating the traitor Robert E. Lee. My mother said, as your mothers probably did too, you want to know somebody, look at their friends. Look at the, the heroes of the Republican Party. Traitors. Autocrats, dictators, assholes, violent thugs, power-grabbing, money-hungry pricks, horrible people people who come up with a scam that's it that's all you got to do if you uh, want to be on the in, in 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 the in crowd on the Republicans you got to be some kind of scammer you know, come up with the am way or some way to separate dupes from their money because that's the value of a person is is measured in their wealth to the Republicans regardless of how you come about be um, your wealth, whether it comes from denying people health care or it comes from various scams, like Twittler tried. I mean, think about the guy, spent his entire life cycling through scam after scam after scam until he found this, this scam-ass, broken-ass system. And he is riding it to the bank, man. Yes, we know. I mean, he's a he is a scammy. A scam artist, scammy. He's scammy. He's got he's a little he's scammy. He's scummy. He's got a lot of scams. There it's disgusting. But, you know, if you want to know somebody, look at their friends and look at who they venerate. So, you got to wor- worry about people who admire Hitler. Don't you think? I, I would think that would be the minimum requirement for a president of the United States. That they don't publicly praise Hitler. I, I, I don't know. I, how hard is that? Hitler did a lot of good things. What? What did he do? Oh, he built the Autobahn. That was, I guess. Well, it's not, it wasn't him. It's not like he was out there with a shovel. Unfriggin Where is Trump? Trump, 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 Trump. Here it is. Uh, former president Donald Trump released a new statement on Wednesday praising Robert E. Lee even as a statue of the Confederate general was taken down. Well, not, that's why he released the statement. This is from Yahoo News by ed maza trump said lee is considered the greatest strategist of them all really he couldn't even save his own hometown from being burned by sherman's march through virginia am i wrong about that uh he's the greatest strategist though okay um he's a traitor and a racist, and a piece of uh, waste of human DNA. The greatest strategist of them all. A notion that is uh, very much in dispute. Trump, who has often come down on the side of the Confederacy, also declared that Lee would have single-handedly won the Civil War, except for Gettysburg. He has no clue. We know that Trump is the most ignorant scum ever to grace uh, not ever to, ever to I don't even know take a crap in the White House that's all that he uh, he's good for he's not good for that either he knows nothing about the Civil if not for Gettysburg so what side are you on asshole. This is somebody who is a danger. I, I, I was thinking today that on the, on the corporate media, they were saying how, Oh, Trump might run again. If, if it's Trump, if it's Trump in 2024, uh, who knows? Blah, blah, blah. I said to myself, God effing help us. I hope this son of a bitch strokes out leg- legally and peacefully that he meets, he finally gets the F out of this goddamn earth that he has done so much harm to. Legally and peacefully, of course. Trump, who's often come up on, oh yeah, yeah, except for Gettysburg. Trump's critics on Twitter found that exception both bizarre and hilarious. Just checking my history books to see how many large military conflicts Robert E. Lee won. (laughs) <laughs> except for Gettysburg, yeah man, except for that 2020 election, you'd still be president. These are some of the tweets in response. Unreal. That's why the Republicans are dangerous too because they they rewrite history. This is this is revisionist history, of course, except for Get- you know and now you know that morons are going to believe that. Except for Gettysburg? Oh, my God. Well, let me read this statement. Let's see. It's probably good to read it. Just watched a massive crane take down the magnificent and very famous. Well, you think he's got a lot of likes and and follows? The magnificent and famous statue of Robert E. Lee on his horse in Virginia. It has long been recognized as a beautiful piece of bronze sculpture. Oh my God! Like this asshole knows anything about art, <laughs> or sculpture, or life. To add insult to injury, those who support this taking—this is Trump taking, quote unquote—now plan to cut into three pieces. That, that's, a, that's an actual sentence from the so-called, pr- for, well, the former so-called president. To, I'll read it again because it makes, uh, a child would get a D on this paper. To add insult to injury, those who support this taking now plan to cut it into three pieces and throw this work of art into storage prior to its complete desecration. Robert E. Lee is considered by many generals to be the greatest strategist of them all. No, he's not. No. Absolutely no. That's not not true. He's a... uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess he's a general. Whatever. He's not a great strategist. He lost. He lost. President Lincoln wanted him to command the North, in which case the war could have been over in a day. I hate him. I hate him. Somebody make it stop. Robert E. Lee instead chose the other side because of his great love of Virginia. What? What? You know, I mean, who writes this shit for, for this asshole? You know that he knows nothing about history. He's the most ignorant piece of wasted human DNA to ever inflict itself on an already suffering planet. And he he knows nothing about history. We, and we know this by whenever he's trying to give us a history lesson. Everything sounds like a 12th, well, not even 12th grade, like an 8th grade book report... Or a report of a book that he didn't even read. It's like some kid trying to fumble his way through um, the final exam, the, f- the oral exam, um, when he didn't do the work. And I guess that his, the guy that he paid off didn't show up. So he was forced to stand in front of the class and make an ass out of himself. Robert E. Lee is a very, 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 well-respected general. He should be remembered as perhaps the greatest unifying force. Oh, my God. After the war was over, ardent in his resolve to bring the North and South together through many means of reconciliation and imploring his soldiers to do their duty and become good citizens. Well, they, they haven't followed his direction in over a hundred years. So uh, he fucked up there too. He sucks at that, at, at that as well. As well as being a general. Our culture is being destroyed. Hold on a second. Let me read that again. Our culture is being destroyed. That's some culture that needs destroying, and our history and our heritage, both good and bad, are being extinguished by the radical left. And he capitalizes that (laughs) like it's a thing, like it's Antifa. You know what I mean? Keep asking about Antifa. Where do I send my dues, Republicans? They they never respond. Who's the leader? Where's the headquarters? Where's the meetings? I don't know. How do you have an organization that's going to destroy this country, the big, the greatest terrorist, terrorist organization of all the time that the world has ever seen, and you don't have anywhere to join or meet or where? There's no leader. I, I mean, whatever. That's an aside. Both are being destroyed by the radical left, and we can't let that happen. If only we had Robert E. Lee. To command our troops in Afghanistan, that disaster would have ended in a complete and total victory many years ago. What an embarrassment! We are suffering because we don't have the genius of Robert E. Lee, and he and he, expl- he adds an explanation point because he's a child of Robert E. Lee. He's a he's a two-year-old, but. Also a traitor, and because democracy is hard. That's the thing. Democracy takes work. It takes maturity. It takes patience. It takes um, it also takes dedication to democracy. It takes a moral core, and especially a multiracial democracy. It takes the maturity. Do not be uh, a little baby, a little racist prick who gets scared when somebody has darker pigment. It's so ridiculous. Somebody has darker pigment. Oh, my God. We must subjugate them. Fucking ridiculous. But that, that's your Republican Party. You want to know somebody? Look at their friends look at who they admire it's not a coincidence and we should all be incredibly alarmed and willing to do whatever it takes to save this country from the likes of them they're right, they're outright screaming from the top of whatever mountain to the, that they hate democracy what is th- this um all of the, i mean they're saying they hate democracy in so many ways so many various ways, like um, Putin is great. Oh, like uh, for example, when Trump took Putin's word over the over uh, the intelligence of our our seventeen intelligence agencies that Putin had interfered in the 2020 election. He takes Putin's word. I mean, that's a, that he might as well just say, "I hate America," and. That's what the Republicans might as well start screaming. Because that's what I hear when I hear that shit. When I watch the embarrassment of the Republicans, that's what makes me so sick, too. That they're they, they, they they're screaming th- that they love America so much, but they actually hate America. They want Americans to die. They want America to be the laughingstock of Earth. They won't do anything. Uh, um, Anything, inconvenience, in any way. even put a piece of cloth over their precious little brat's face. Let my child smile! Johnny, he can't smile in a mask while he can live! And then somebody else is, uh, in that meeting was going like, My child can't breathe through her mask. She has to take a break and go hide somewhere and take her mask off and so she can catch her breath. That is such bullshit. I ran on a fucking treadmill for a half hour with a goddamn mask on. People do it. I ride my bike with the, well, not all the time That's not, uh, n- anymore with a mask on, but I have. You can breathe, little bitch. And, you know, um, what are they teaching their little brats? To be a selfish, whiny prick that doesn't give a shit about their country and will uh, let the country go through this crisis and, and wash their hands of it. Until it touches them. Then will we get treated to the videos of the... Uh, uh, I made a mistake. If I see another one of them, I'm sick of it. I... Sw- I w- well, what's even worse than the ones who are apologetic are the ones who are still on the fence. We watched a video from Vice News on one of the shows recently where... A the, the guy who ends up, he, he died. And before he died, he was being interviewed by Vice News. And they asked him, do you f- regret not taking the, ma- the, the, um, the vaccine? And he said, um, I'm still on the fence. Well, now you're in the ground, honey. So there's no debate anymore. Your worries are done. You don't have to worry about anybody tracking you. Um, you don't have to worry about Bill Gates putting a tracking device in you. Uh, while the, the irony is, of course, you everybody has a phone that's being tracked, but whatever. They like that. And um, yeah, you, your worries are over. You don't have to worry th- whether um, the 4 billion human beings who've taken the vaccine are actually in on some kind of plot to do what? I have no idea. But your your worries are over. Thank God. Freedom. For Free, that's freedom, baby. Freedom. Oh my god. Free D U M B, baby. That's what that is. Free F F and dumb. But in order to be free, that's what we need. We need to stick together. You know, I say all the time, we stick together, we win. That's, e- that's how you uh, bring e pluribus into action. We can't, we won't, we won't have a successful country if half of these assholes don't want to play. They don't want to play the game of democracy. You understand? They're out. They, they, they just tapped out it's too it's too much it's too hard man i'm looking for something actually i lost an article i wanted to bring up about well why am i i don't know why i'm talking like that it's just it's been a couple of days since we did this show so where is this While I look for this, here's another, let me see if I, if this one, this video works. My name is Will Severn. Oh, this is the other kid from the meeting who I, I was incredibly impressed by. He didn't get laughed at, but he's, I mean, it's like night and day. When you look at these young people, this is what gives me hope. These young people are not assholes. Well, not all of them, of course, but. I'm incredibly impressed. A junior at Central Magnet,
5: and I live on Saint John's Drive. I stand here recognizing that the plight we face doesn't contain a perfect solution, and recognizing that guidance from state officials have been confusing, contradictory, or non-existent. But I also stand here resolute in my belief that our current situation necessitates the mask mandate. For the week of August 22nd, Rutherford County Schools recorded 254% more COVID cases and 252% more quarantines than Metro national Schools which has a mask mandate, is by our enrollment being half of theirs. That same week, we saw 164 more cases than we did from September 6th to January 9th of last year combined. In seven days without a mask mandate, we recorded more cases than in 126 days with a mask mandate. Statewide, COVID-19 cases among children have risen 604% just since the beginning of this August. I implore you, I beg you to consider the ramifications of the decision you will soon make because although it may seem that this is just about requiring masks in school, the true implications extend far beyond the classroom walls. I know multiple students who have been contact traced two or more times, who can count the number of days they've been on school this year on one hand. They are heartbroken, they are fearful, and they are falling behind. Twenty percent of students, one in five, was quarantined for one or more days just last week. Tennessee's prohibition of distance learning means that they were likely receiving little to no real-time instruction. And to anyone who thinks that isn't a problem, I would respectfully ask you to look me in the eyes and tell me if you honestly believe that I or any other student can be out of the classroom for days or weeks on end and still perform as well as my peers. Pandemic-related learning loss was a chief concern for many last year, rightly so. But if this pattern continues, the impact will be far worse than anything we have predicted. This isn't just about students' health, our futures are at stake. For most of the summer, I was optimistic for a return to normalcy. I was hopeful that I wouldn't need to wear a mask in the classroom. I don't like them any more than the next person. But the truth is, that didn't happen. And as much as it saddens me to say it, it is now apparent that this is not going to be a typical year. And pretending like it will it does nothing to change our dire circumstances. The coronavirus Gee, doesn't empathize, so doesn't rationalize, and does not surrender. Its one objective is to infect more people. Perpetually attacking every safeguard we implement, it mutates, spreads, sickens and unfortunately kills. When we don't keep pace with its ever-changing nature, when our guidance remains stagnant, and when we become complacent, we risk erasing every inch of progress we've made in our valiant fight against it. Mm. This isn't the pushing of a political agenda, and this isn't partisan commentary. A mask mandate is scientifically one of the most effective ways to mitigate the ravaging transmission of coronavirus in our schools. To me, the decision tonight is clear. I'm not the one who makes it. That responsibility rests incumbent solely upon you, our health, our livelihoods, our futures are at stake, and we are at your mercy. Thank you, and I yield back.
1: See that? No screaming, no threatening, no I know where you live. It's amazing. No bringing up QAnon quotes, saying even the WHO said masks don't work. That is not true. How many times do we have to repeat that, morons, republicans? But that's why it gets exhausting because we have to continuously fight the same battle. Not just fighting the battle, but we have to keep saying, "No, no, the the election isn't stolen. No, the WHO didn't say that. No. It's 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 insanity that these I mean these these easily led m- mental m- morons." Think that they know better than the the world's virologists, but they don't trust them. That's the thing, because the Republicans have done this. They have turned the their base into people who just don't trust the world. I get. I guess I don't know who they. They they trust Trump. They trust a the con man. What? They trust the guy who. Who lies as as easy, I mean, every time he opens his mouth, there are lies flying out. It's fascinating. They trust him, though, right? I mean, it's what? From, where is this? NBC. By Ty Sedul, S-E-I-D-U-L-E. Author of the of a book, Robert E. Lee and Me: A Southerner's Reckoning with the Mist, Myth. Why can I talk? Myth of the Lost Cause. And he writes, "Oh, have the how the mighty have fallen?" Or in this case, how far the enormous statue of Robert E. Lee has fallen from its high perch over Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia, on Wednesday, the Confederate statue took one final, ignoble ride out of the state's capital. Despite that asshole Trump, well, that's my editorializing, ridiculous protest to the contrary, Lee's reputation today seems to mirror his statue, cut to pieces. In 1861, when Lee chose to resign from the U.S. Army, uh, abrogating his officer's oath and accepting a commission in the Virginia militia, Many condemned his actions. In fact, when Lee gathered his unionist, with his Unionist family to tell them of his decision, he reportedly acknowledged that they would disagree with him. Other Virginians, Virginians also questioned his decision. There were eight colonels in the U.S. Army from Virginia at, that time, um, at the time the state seceded, all West Pointers. Seven remained loyal. Lee was the only one. Who chose treason? Chose to try. Get this. Let's uh, emphasize this. He chose to try to destroy the United States, and in doing so, he chose to fight for a new country dedicated to human enslavement. What the? And this? These are your heroes, Republicans? He certainly understood slavery, having spent more than two years from late 1857 to early 1860 running a plantation at Arlington. Well, he ran the plantation at Arlington that became Arlington National Cemetery. With its around 200 enslaved workers, Lee fought for slavery because he believed in it. That is the context of why the statue in Richmond needed to come down, as have some similar statues across the country. General Ulysses S. Grant destroyed Lee's army. Yet Lee remained for the most revered among white Southerners for the next hundred years. Statues went up to his memory all over the South, including in uh, the 1890 gargantuan statue in Richmond. The statue of, of Virginia led the nation in making Lee an American hero. But the reverence for Lee served a terrible purpose, to further a white supremacist society. It is time for Virginia and the rest of America to move on. To be clear, Lee has always had critics. Frederick Douglass recoiled at the nauseating flatteries about Lee. Douglass abhorred statues to him, calling them monuments of folly. In 1928, W.E.D. Du Bois criticized lee because he led a bloody war to perpetrate to, perpe- to perpetrate slavery god damn it as historian hillary green has shown the black citizens of richmond protested mightily against monuments to lee and the confederates yet groups like the united daughters of the confederacy worked overtime to ensure that all white americans saw lee through the lens of the Lost Cause mythology. That myth required a sainted figure, and groups like the UDC chose the most successful soldier in gray. The UDC controlled textbooks to ensure Lee was presented in a godlike fashion, and the true cause of the Civil War, slavery, was obscured. Among white Americans, the UDC the UDC's view of the war came close to winning especially after the Civil War veterans died during this time the white South gained political dominance by rewriting the Constitution to exclude blacks from political power flattering biographies of Lee furthered the lie that Confederates didn't really fight over slavery incredibly Lee became a symbol of strength and patriotism (laughs) For white Americans during World War One and World War Two, President Roosevelt de- de- dedicated the Lee Monument in Dallas, calling Lee an American gentleman. President Eisenhower kept a painting of Lee in the Oval Office, I and mean, this is f- this to me. When I read this, I was like disgusted and also fascinated. Why? I mean. You know why they like, for example, why would FDR do do that? Because you know it's all in this um, bipartisan, this appeal to bipartisanship, to appease the South, to make sure that they never rise up again. Don't be good little boys and girls now, you little slave-loving little bastards. You incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. You bunch of whiny little albatrosses around our national necks. Every, see, look, I'm here dedicating a statue. Now yeah, all is well. It's ridiculous. Uh, they, uh, the, the, those on the democratic side of the aisle have worked overtime to rehab the 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 conservatives, the right wingers. And it's uh, to our goddamn detriment, that's for sure. During the Civil Rights era, Virginia commissioned 4th, 7th, and 11th grade textbooks that made Lee the most important part of Civil War history. By concentrating on Lee, Virginia could avoid talking about slavery. During a time, it fought segregation through massive resistance to court filings. By the 1970s, criticism was taking root. A few historians as well as many black activists started to gain ground against the Lee myth. Still, movies like Gettysburg in 1993 still made Lee look like a gentleman warrior when he's a traitor. But finally, could you imagine though, uh, this is me, not the article, but could you imagine if that's um, how the Germans reacted after World War II, to the Nazi, to the to the Nazi history that they started putting up statues and rewriting that history. Oh, it wasn't. Uh, he was. Uh, he did some great things. You know, it wasn't all about um, murdering. Uh, you know, uh, genocide, or it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't all bad, as Trump said. Could you imagine in what state? Germany would be, at this point, it would, be, it would be like us, in a way, I guess. On the decline. After the war, Lee testified before Congress, okay, r- get ready, that if he had a choice, here we go, he would force all black people to leave Virginia. I mean, this is, this is him on the record. A call for ethnic cleansing. Lee called black people fit only to serve as the laboring class with no political rights. Yep. Look at that shit. Lee's own words damned him. In 2015, the view of the Confederacy changed for most Americans, finally. When a white supremacist murdered churchgoers in Charleston, South Carolina, a picture surfaced of him holding a Confederate flag. Clearly, Dylan Roof understood what the the daughters of the Confederacy had worked so hard to obscure. Then, white nationalists flying a Confederate flag and the Nazi flag marched to save the Lee statue in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. Those racists also understood what many Americans seemed to avoid, the Confederacy and its leader, Robert E. Lee, fought to maintain a society built on racial slavery. And it says it right in their documents, too. What, their their secession declarations. Well um, I, I'm off the top of my head. Uh, what was that? Oh, the cornerstone. Um, what's his name? Stevens, the vice president of the Confederacy, in his cornerstone speech, wrote that... Um, just thinking um off the top of my head or something like the well uh the american whatever the united States well, at the time um the, uh, that their country was built on the on the truth that the white man is superior to the black man that's what it is something like that it said it says it right there. That's why it's so fascinating to me that people will still say that, well, maybe it's it's dissipating now, but they will say that, oh, well, it wasn't really about slavery. In fact, I had a, and not an argument, a debate with somebody, <laughs> somebody I was working with, and she, we were just discussing whatever. I don't know how it came up, and she said that the civil war well it wasn't really about slavery It was about states rights and and the economy and i said yeah the economy of enslavement so here in the north so that's somebody i know that's what she said but because like this article is clearly um laying out the 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 efforts to rehab the entire treason of the Repu- of uh, not the republican the uh, filthy disgusting conservatives are um, you know has been very successful clearly because they are ashamed and and that's why I always say that we will win we're on the right side of history decency dignity dem- I mean that's embodied in this right here is another example that the republicans have to they have to rewrite their own history. Not the—I mean, it's not the Republicans. The conservatives. Let me—I understand that the Republicans at—they were—they at, were Republicans at the time. They were a—they um, were founded as a progressive antidote to the entrenched Democratic Party of racists and you know, Dixiecrats and whatnot. So I understand that um, Republican just comes out of my mouth. But we're talking about conservatives. Then, okay, where are we? Where are we? Predictably, I have I an itch. Predictably, Trump's statement supporting Lee trots out all the top myths and half-truths, that he was a brilliant general, a true American patriot, only wanted what was best for Virginia. Such words ring quite hollow. Indeed, in many ways, the mainstream view of Lee today has come full circle Black Americans and loyal military officers believe Lee chose treason to preserve slavery during the Civil War, and that's the goddamn truth. We should commemorate people who represent our national values. As Lee, as the Lee statue rides off into in pieces, Richmond at least represents the America we should hope to become. Well, I hope You don't venerate traitors. Uh, No wonder we're so screwed up. Who the hell in their right mind would put up in your country that you pretend to love? Why would you put up a statue of a traitor? I mean, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's just like, the the, well, Benedict Arnold, right? Uh, He was a general. In fact, we can argue it's not... As, as Twitler, the asshole who, who's clueless, argues that General Lee would have ended the Afghanistan war in a day. Or uh, the greatest, greatest the world has ever seen. But, you know. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Shit. It's happening again. I'm getting a beach bone. I spent all this time fixing my computer. Well, anyway. Let me relax a second. It, it gets me very, um, it gives me a lot of anxiety, I have to say, and agita. I guess that's the more appropriate word. When I talk about this, I feel the knot in my stomach twist because it's, it's, it's unbelievable. We have been, we were talking about being set up for success How do you set your country up for success when you're putting up statues to traitors who try to overthrow that country? It's beyond crazy. It doesn't make any sense if, unless, you know, well, (laughs) you hate America, right? You would do that if you hate America and you're trying to subtly and um, slowly, methodically undermine it. And that's what putting up statues to traitors does. That's what rewriting the history of their treasonous actions, which is what's happening again. That's what conservatives do. That's why we will win, because they suck. And whenever they their antics catch up to them, then they have to rewrite it as if it was some kind of noble... Event, Same thing that's happening with January 6th. And now they're political prisoners? The bunch of traitors who beat up cops with Blue Lives Matter flagpoles, who poked the eye out of one cop who, um, what else did they do? Well, they killed somebody and then uh, caused others to have heart attacks, drove others to suicide. One cop lost his finger... You know, mutilated cops, beat cops for hours and hours and hours. These traders, they're rewriting history because they're, they're not done. They know, they're just biding time. Whenever they do this, that's what it is. It's a distraction, and it is, um, it's a way that they buy time while they continue to regroup and come at us again with who knows what. What else? Where 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 else are they going to attack? I, it, it's not a coincidence. They 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 love traitors. They and they follow the example of terrorists all over the world. Just like the Taliban, you know, they drive cars into people. That's what that's what terrorists do. They they plant pipe bombs. They send pipe. I mean, this is terrorist activity there's nothing patriotic about these right wingers anybody who is a Republican or was yeah they would already be gone if they had any decency they're already gone out of that party same thing if if the shoe was on the other foot if all of the sudden you know I'm a registered Democrat I'm sure many of you are as well all of the sudden if the Republican I mean if the Democratic Party became a uh, greed-centered death cult, a racist greed-centered death cult, we would leave the party. (laughs) I would. I mean, the minute my party, the party I was affiliated with, um, made a racist their standard-bearer who came down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists, lying, um, I would have been out of there. That's... That's the bridge too far. That's why I can't stand republicans either. And everybody gives them a pass. That that should have been it. For all patriots, it is. That was it. That was the, that was the, um, you know, the deal breaker. Not that many, I mean, please, it was never, there was never a deal for the great deal maker. But, every patriotic American who sees a con man come down an escalator <laughs> you know whether if, either come down an escalator or an elevator whatever you might choose as a con man to come down and say a, and start vilifying a minority group the, all Americans who are patriots would automatically recognize that as the fascist um as a fascism, and that it is, and recoil from it. See, Trump wouldn't, shouldn't have even, he shouldn't even have gotten out of that press conference with um, any hope for becoming the president. I mean, that should have been the end of it. Just like with Joe Manchin, him telling his masters to bribe somebody for their vote should have been the end of him. Uh, politically, you know what I mean? But that's why we have to be hyper-vigilant against this kind of... uh, Their antics, I mean, uh, if we want the country to survive as a democracy, I mean, the country will survive, but whether it will be a democracy or not is up for grabs at this point. And I I often think how the people of, of New Zealand think when they're looking at us they must be like so grateful to be citizens of New Zealand not having to deal with the with these just this these liars these murderous greedy liars (laughs) all right Thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Scam free. Another great show, Tara. Thank you. Errol Thomas, thank you for your super chat. When will Republic clowns ever gonna quit embarrassing themselves as well as our country? Oh, not too, not too soon. I would say that will happen the first of never. And that's why we have to we have to legally and peacefully ensure that they remain in history's trash pile. But first we got to put them there. And while I'm saying thank you for your super chats, I want to thank again, Katie O'Malley for becoming a patron, for taking the leap, going to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to sign up, to keep the show going and growing, keep and get the word out. And when will Republic clowns, wait, 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 where is it? When will Republic clowns ever going to quit embarrassing themselves as well as our country? Never. That's a good segue into what I want to talk about. well, yeah, it was a couple of things. I wanted to talk about Kellyanne Conway, but first, let's go to this COVID bitch. This is another thing. Just like the the adults, the so-called adults, the um, they're adult in in age only. Laughed at Grady Knox for for losing his grandmother to a selfish prick who wouldn't wear a mask. Then we have, where is this lady? Well, it's another COVID Karen. Hmm. <laughs> Coughing on people. Where is it? I had a, ah, God damn it. I had a video. But I don't find it. Okay, well, let's play it. She's disgusting. And this woman... What's her name? Well, she was a masculine woman. 54-year-old Janine, whatever the hell her name is. Where is it? Janine Hosovic. She... I guess, was walking around a Nebraska grocery store. Somebody said something, wear a mask or something. Who the hell knows? I don't know. A maskless woman was recorded deliberately coughing on a mother and her child at a grocery store in Nebraska. And she's now been fired from her job because she embarrassed the private company that employed her by her antics. And let's, I'll play it off the screen since I can't seem to find the damn video. That's why your patronage matters. So maybe one day we'll get a producer and then they could fumble around with the links and whatnot. In the meantime, here, here, watch this.
2: <coughs> That's a, um, excuse me? Excuse me. I'm
1: coming through. You're <coughs> so cute. You're so clueless, so she says. You're, you're such sleep. You. You're such you sheep, I just You know. are so cute. You're
2: such a parent. I, I, okay, whatever. You're such sheep. Why don't you have a mask on? Because I don't need to have one on. I'm not sick and neither are you. Okay, but you don't have to be coughing at those. You don't know who's sick <laughs> or not. <Can> it's <laughs> my
3: allergies.
2: You don't I have know allergies. who's sick or not
0: by, by looking Oh, at you yeah, yeah. And you
2: know. so two years ago, before anybody started co- talking about COVID, you were okay with that, though, going out not knowing you were sick, right?
1: Because you it's know, not right? in the middle of a pandemic, right?
2: Yeah, she's coughing she on offered. me. I have my allergies. I have and my allergies. All really? allergies.
1: Really? Oh, you she big liar. Out. You don't know, know
2: anything. She just said she I say, don't know anything about her health. Don't know, you, you don't know, know anything about my health. I, That's
1: another example of the fact that we will win. You Right again, right here. Another example of how Republicans have to lie about their antics. There's your party of personal responsibility. Just take responsibility. When somebody comes over, she's like, I have allergies. I wasn't really coughing on her. And that's how you behave, even if you have allergies. That's how you act. You cough on people. (laughs) I have allergies. And they're saying I'm coughing on them. That's an example. Another example. They can't, they, they, they can't own their horrible behavior, but they continue to engage in it. If that's how you act constantly, why don't you own it? Yeah, damn it, I coughed on her. Because this mask bullshit is bullshit or whatever. I don't want, I don't want to uh, play. I don't like it. I, I don't like them, and I'm a Republican. I'm a Trumppanzee and I've been taught to be an asshole, a constant asshole, a thorn in the side of decent society. So own it, bitch. Own it. What are you lying about? You should be proud. If you're so proud of your behavior, what's, what's all the fibbing? We have you on tape. <coughs> Is that how, That's how your mother raised you? My mother taught me when I was four years old. I remember I mastered the whole cover your mouth when you cough. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth when you sneeze, cover your mouth when you cough. I got that down around four. And here's an old woman, not old, I mean, here's an old, I'm saying old in comparison to four, the age four. She should know better. That's how you act? That's what you do? It's so fucked up. How are we supposed to have a decent society? The entire Republican Party has been emboldened to walk around like a bunch of assholes, treating people like shit. Everybody is at each other's throats because of them. Them. There's no community spirit. There's no e pluribus unum. Nothing like that. It's whatever they want, you know, my way or the highway, act like an asshole it's an epidemic of assholeism, though and I, I'm, I, I'm over it, I hope we all get to the point where we're all over it, because that's what's going to require that's another thing Jeff was saying on the show the other day and I love Jeff Waldo, he's amazing he's coming on this show we, we just have to nail down a date, he's coming on again he's been on the show before He's awesome, he's a great person in general, I mean, just a great guy, Um, incredibly smart, well-informed, of course, he is uh, amazing talent, you know, but this is what we were talking about. Maybe
2: I have a medical. Okay, everybody. I don't need to.
1: You know, it's... What, what are we going to do? How, how can we have a successful society when these people, regardless of the majority, of what the majority wants, how we behave, because the majority are normal. You know what I mean? We're, a, we're able to wear a mask without having a, 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 a full diaper, without screaming and yelling and threatening people. It's fucked up. But regardless, I mean, Jeff was all optimistic about how, um, you know, well, how we will win. I And I say that, we will win if, if we unapologetically put these cons in history's trash pile. Legally and peaceful, I'm not talking about, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not talking i'm saying politically get them get them it, where they belong they are not a majority party they can't handle it because they're not they're not only they unfit they they have no interest in in the kind of government that you know we want that the the founders entrusted to us that, you know they could have an autocracy yeah They can, but that's not this. That is not this. So get your filthy hands off of our democracy, you scums. Well, now, what's her name? Uh, Janine, I don't know, what's her name? What's her name? Anti-mask Karen. Oh, yeah, Jane. Janine. Janine. Jane. Whatever. She's got a lot of time to contemplate her actions. Cause she lost her job. Is that- that's normal behavior, right? For an adult woman. To go around going, I got allergies. On on total strangers in a store. This is normal in a pandemic. I mean, in normal times, that is disgusting behavior. In normal times, that is abhorrent, vile, immature, gross, uncalled for, abuse, just disgusting in normal times. In a pandemic, it's assault. And she needs, she really needs to be arrested, this woman. I have allergies. They're saying that I'm coughing on them, but I have allergies. How's your allergies, Jane? Janine? I have allergies. <laughs> it's not me being a Z. You see, it's sort of like, it's like everything that they do. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's just my allergy. Oh, yeah, well, any excuse. Oh no! I wasn't. I'm not uh, trying to steal democracy or overturn dem- uh There's fraud, or I'm not uh, this shoving the unqualified flunkies onto the Supreme Court. It's uh, you know, um, it's because the party of, of of a different. There's a president of a different party, and I mean, whatever excuse. Let's come up with some bullshit to excuse. The, the the scam the, uh, that's unfolding right before our eyes. They can't own it because there's they're not proud. There's nothing. What what are you proud of? Because they know that the American people don't want it. They don't want what they're peddling. So they have to pretend that it's um, democracy somehow, or it's oh, I just got allergies. So. Well, the article says after the footage went viral, German software company SAP, SAP, said it would be investigating. And then I guess, well, they wrote the health and safety of our employees and the community in which we live and work are of utmost concern to us. We are taking the matter of an uh, SAP, I don't know how to pronounce it, employee incident very seriously and investigating the situation. And then the company added, we have reviewed the incident and can confirm that the individual in question no longer works for SAP. According to Husk Ovek's LinkedIn page, she worked in Tempe at the Arizona branch. The woman who first posted the clip on Reddit also described how Hoskovic continued to follow her around the store after the original confrontation. I then tried to continue my shopping, but this lady followed me around the store. I told her she needs to keep her distance and that her coughing on me was an assault. She laughed and kept saying, Look at you. It's so cute how scared you are. (laughs) By this time, I was absolutely livid, trying my best to hold it together in front of my kid. I didn't finish my shopping. Instead, I went to the self-checkout to pay for my stuff. Next, she followed me to use the self-checkout right next to me. I informed the employee manning the checkouts that this woman had assaulted me in the store by coughing deliberately on me, but I didn't wait around to see what the employee would say. I just really wanted to get the heck out of there. A man who says he is the father of the child also tweeted that Haskovec had instigated the entire thing. He added, uh, picked a mother slash child to harass. They uh, think they just wanted to get away. Lady kept following them. Some other folks stepped in. The super saver they were at didn't really do anything. Tell the lady to leave. Slash west wear a mask. I mean, I'm just reading what this guy tweeted. It's obviously it's disjointed. Um, they just broke it up. The Lincoln Police Department has been commented. I mean, contacted for comment, and nothing. I mean, that's assault. Somebody else. There was a woman. A couple of maybe it was during the beginning of the pandemic. This woman coughed on um, another woman in a store, and she was actually arrested. And um charged with assault she, of course she became very apologetic um I watched her um uh, what are you, her arraignment, I suppose it was on YouTube and uh, she was crying and saying how uh, uh, how sorry she is and okay her her life was ruined from it. well don't yeah, I mean. The woman who she coughed on at the time had cancer. She was a, a cancer patient uh, currently undergoing chemo. And, I mean, that, she could kill that lady. Uh, if that woman gets COVID, she's dead. But the, the woman who coughed on her walked right over to her and went, what's wrong with people? What is wrong with these republicans? Could anybody answer that question? Mm. I I don't understand how they get uh, get away with it. It's like nobody wants to deal with their shit. That's what it is, and then they get away with it. So even in that store, people are like, oh fuck, let me get out of here. And then you're gonna ask the kid, oh, this lady just assaulted me. What's he gonna do? It's like, yeah, lady, I'm I'm making seven fifteen an hour or whatever, seven twenty five. Like, I give a shit here, I just want to get out of here and smoke a joint. Like, who cares, lady? So... But we all have to endure these these assholes, and they call themselves patriots, and that's why I'm here to tell tell you and them, they're not patriots. This is not a patriotic movement here. This is an assault, on all levels. They assault us from every corner. They assault our our history, they assault our present. They assault the democracy that so many lost their lives to entrust to us. They assault silent science. They assault mother effin' earth. They assault our dignity, our, um, our, our place in the world, our, our standing in the world community, they assault. They don't know how to act, and that lady, how, how does she think that's a that's a normal way to behave? It's beyond, but you know why? I'm in my mind. I'm I'm asking these questions, but I know the answer. It's because they have been propagandized to, to believe that they are real America. That's it. And everybody else doesn't count. It's like in Nazi Germany, the Jews were not actual human beings, and the, um, according to the Nazis. And even th- that's what they say. That, you know, after the fact, when they interview people or whenever people are on trial at the time, they would say, well, these were Jews. What do you expect? That's what uh, Eichmann said when he was on trial. Well, they were Jews, because he was asked, um, well, that he, he had, they were discussing something, him murdering a child, and that people had witnessed him actually murdering a child, like showing how, uh, how much, how dedicated he was to the cause. And, you know, they asked, how could you do that? And they said, and he he was a Jew. This is Jew. What? So, what, um, that, that, that's not human, you see, to them. And this is what the Republicans have done here. They think liberals, right? Anybody who's a Democrat, liberals, they're j- just not, they're not Americans. This is what they've been taught. That they're not, that they they don't count. And in order to, to finally achieve their goal of destroying democracy once and for all. That's what they have to convince their morons that their fellow Americans are the enemy. And when, like, in in Nazi Germany, that's what the, the Nazis all believed, that they were doing their part to make Germany great again. And... They were uh, uh, every murder, every deportation, every murder, every assault against humanity was justified as um, defense, self-defense. We're doing this because you know we're being attacked by by the Jews or by uh, you know it's always self-defense, and that's what the Republicans. They sound eerily. F- Similar. I know where you live. What? What is that? You do well. Why don't you? If you don't like that we are mandating masks in a pandemic that's killed 650 th- over 650 thousand Americans, and counting, then why don't you run for um, election? Because that's what, you know, that's the remedy. It's not, I know where you live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to assault you. Be afraid. How many, uh, where where is this? Let's see. Did I have this? Hmm. Oh, I, there was this, what the hell was it? It was a, an, Somebody being threatened. yeah, you know, like, whatever. I can't find the audio. It was a phone call. Somebody left a message for elected representatives talk, talking about, not, 11, no, I think it was the school board, whatever. I shouldn't bring something up if I'm not completely clear. But they left threatening messages on this person's machine saying, you know, I know where you live and blah, blah, blah. So but who does that do do you have you ever done that <laughs> i wonder as a liberal a progressive uh, no i know where you live i mean i've called people called up representatives and said i approve or agree with this or i disagree with that or whatever you never call I, I mean at least i've never done call up and say i'm gonna kill you that's the sign of, you've, you've, you've lost, honey, you're, you're, uh, you're not uh, on the right side when you're calling people up and saying, You better, you better be afraid. I know where you live. I'm going to kill you. For what? For not being an asshole like you? And not wanting to hurt anybody? Don't being a well, doesn't it make sense that Republicans would be so offended when they see patriotism in action? When they see that it must be very confusing to them. It's sort of like when closet cases watch a happy couple, right? A gay couple uh, who maybe just got a legal marriage contract, even though they have the same peepees. Same kind of peepee. It's not the same one. You know what I mean? But that's why they get all the closet cases get all like fucked up. Ugh. They get crazy about that because you know they they're battling their own inner inner demons, their own homophobia, because they're gay and they lack the courage to live authentic lives like those who who got married and the, that they hate. It's the same thing with the patriotic. When they see patriotism in action, they get very upset. They're like, I'll kill you. I'm not, I, I can't do this. I'm not patriotic. I don't give a shit about anybody else but myself, but I'm patriotic. Look at my shirt. It says, um, it says Eagles or something, uh, whatever. It says, this is the greatest country ever. Known to man, I, doesn't it? Uh, for me, when I hear that, when I hear people say, "This is the greatest country ever created," known to man, I think, well, it has potential. Since we are a very uh, uniquely created for, uh, as a nation of immigrants, and it certainly that's a great strength. I mean, a nation of immigrants is a, is a good thing because you're taking the immigrants who um people who immigrate or emigrate are um they're like the go-getters in society so so it takes a lot to pick up your entire life and move to another location of in another country that takes a lot it takes a lot of initiative it takes a lot of go, go get it go you know get her done kind of way to be and um You know, that is um, the wealth. (laughs) Uh, It translates into, uh, let's say, an American century, in the last century. (sighs) Because you're taking all of the brain power and all of of that stuff, sort of like getting it from other countries, and uh, it's a good thing, but (laughs) where would we be? I often think... (laughs) if the republicans were in control, if they had their way, let's say in the 60s or, um, we would never have gone to the moon. There'd be no way that that could even be possible. There's absolutely no way because of the tax structure and the, uh, the, the American people in general being united. They would never be able to do something like that to To find, I mean, that's how successful the New Deal was for the white working class. We and the top marginal tax rates, and um, that prevented the the creation of an intergenerational aristocracy. That's uh, those were the recipes for going to the moon, but. We would never be able to do that today. There's no and Y. We'd have Joe Manchin going, well, I'm a little concerned about the price tag going to the moon and all. Because who, who needs to go to the moon? Let's just funnel more money into the hands of the rich who will do nothing but buy me. I, I want to be bought. I need to be bought. I'm Joe Manchin. Because what else do I got in life except money, money, money? And... The false uh, and, and the and the pretend and the desire to pretend like I'm relevant. Oh my God, <laughs> <sighs> Joe Manchin, another one. Well, let's see. Where are we? Where were? Where am I? Poor thing. I just thought of this story a friend of mine told me. They were him and his. Husband, they were on a cruise, and there was a woman and her very old mother, elderly mother. They were all looking. It was first night of the cruise. They were all looking out over the ocean. Beautiful sunset. This is going to break your heart. And I can't even say it. It makes me so sad. And the old lady looked up at her daughter and said, "Where am I?" Doesn't that make you want to cry? Oh God, <laughs> Stephen Lee on the on the super chat. Thank you so much. If Trump instructed the Trumpansies to wear their clothes backwards when in public and walk backwards, <laughs> let's hope. But take them to a cliff or something and see, and say, "Have fun, guys." Wait, 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 wait. Where's the other thing? Oh, you know what I found delicious? There's some good news. Well, it's 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 awesome. Kellyanne Conway was fired. Well, they're being fired. And Biden, thank you, President Biden, for removing the the cancer cells in certain aspects, in certain places in our body politic, including the uh, military academies, Kellyanne Conway was placed on the board of uh, three military academies. Like, who, who the F is she? Right? She's never been, well, here's the thing. She's never been to a meeting, apparently, either. She's collecting a paycheck. These are like things that the mob does. They create these positions, and you get what are they? I think there's a name for that. I can't remember what it's called. It's like ghost employee. So you create a an an well, that's a different thing. I think you create an, a ghost. She's she's like a no-show job. She got a no-show job for a no-show paycheck. That's it. So (laughs) Biden asked her to resign. Yeah. And also others. So like Sean Spicer was on another board. What board was he on? Well, this is from, where is this? From the Guardian. Biden asked Sean Spicer and Kellyanne Conway to quit Military Academy boards. The Biden administration... Who's who wrote this? Martin Pengelly. The Biden administration has removed 18 Trump appointees to military service academy boards. Among them the former the former press secretary Sean Spicer and advisor Oh god, that rake on a chalkboard, Kellyanne Conway. The White House said on Wednesday that 18 people were asked to step down by 6 p.m. on Wednesday or be fired prompting deep upset amongst the Trump appointees. Jen Psaki, <laughs> the White House press secretary, said the president's objective is what every president's objective is. Well, here's the thing. Kellyanne Conway is refusing to resign. I'm not sure if she has already or she's been fired. But here's Jen Psaki.
2: Can the White House confirm that it has asked appointees from the last administration to resign from various boards, including the West Point Advisory Board and the Naval Academy Board, and why? Uh, yes, we have. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, the president's objective is what yes, any president's can. objective is, is to ensure you have uh, nominees and people
1: serving on these boards who are qualified to serve on them and who are aligned. Uh, With your values. Um, And so, yes, that was an ask that was made.
0: Is there any concern that because a lot of
2: these appointees do go across administrations, that Mm -hmm. there is a risk of politicizing these non traditional, non controversial positions? Well,
1: I I will let others evaluate whether they think Kellyanne Conway and Sean Spicer (laughs) and others were qualified or not political uh, to serve on these boards. Uh, But uh, the president's
0: qualification requirements are not your party registration Uh, they are whether you're
5: qualified to serve and whether uh, you're aligned with the values of this administration thanks
1: everyone yes thank you but (laughs) and here's the thing though kellyanne conway doesn't want to go unreal so where is it she she tweets um something where the hell is it i'm sorry guys it's hard it's hard running a show (laughs) (laughs) pressing a million buttons oh yeah so oh wow look at this i'll show you So she received this letter from the White House from Joseph R. Biden, President of the United States. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. This is the response I meant. Honorable. She writes at the top. Honorable. You're fucking honorable. You kidding me, lady. Delusional is more like it. The delusional Kellyanne Conway. President Biden, I am in receipt of the letter you sent me. Today, demanding that I resign from the board of visitors to the United States Air Force Academy or be terminated by 6 p.m. tonight. News reports suggest that you have made the same demand of other men and women who were duly appointed to service academy boards. Three former directors of presidential personnel informed me that this request is a break from presidential norms. These these Republicans, do they have a mirror I wonder, they are absolutely shameless. This is a break from presidential norms. <laughs> are you kidding me, Kellyanne? What about the Hatch Act? This is a woman that violated the Hatch Act as much as Trump lied every time he opened his mouth. Well, she also lied, so. Every time they, she opened her mouth, she tried to put, get some uh, money. Here, yeah, yeah. here. So pay, pay, pay me, pay me, pay me. F you, pay me, pay me. You know, F the, F the country, F you, pay me. That's the Republican way. <laughs> the result is that faithful and willing public servants will be discouraged or thwarted from public service. Are you kidding me, lady? You're not a faithful public service, you're a parasite. You're a termite gnawing at the way, uh, at the uh, pillars of democracy. Our service academies will risk being further politicized and polarized. You have no business being on any board of any service academy because you haven't served a goddamn thing other than yourself in your entire useless, corrupt Selfish, self-serving, incredibly tedious, and uh, goddamn aggravating life. Wasted, wasted life. Your decision is disappointing but understandable given the need to distract from new... Here we go. Here we go. This is what Republican... Yeah, you're just doing this to distract... The, the This is what they do. There's, here comes the propaganda. Your decision is disappointing but understandable given the need to distract from a news cycle that has you mired in multiple self-inflicted crises and plummeting poll numbers. Please. Including a rise in new COVID cases, a dismal jobs report, a rise in new COVID cases. Now, why is that happening? Could it be because you saboteurs, I don't know, the America haters Killing the American body politic from within, refuse to do their civic duty, civic and patriotic duty, because they're not patriots and they hate America. I mean, uh, it's amazing. No shame. They they are shameless. Just like they are maskless, they are shameless. Ah. Uh, Inflation, record amount of drugs. Oh, God, God, help us. The chaotic and deadly withdrawal from Afghanistan that left hundreds of Americans and thousands of Afghans stranded. Like, you give a shit. An honor. It is an honor to serve on the board of visitors to the United States of Air Air Force Academy, the brave men and women in uniform, which you will, you know, you're you're too much of a taker. You would... All you can do is say, oh, you're so brave. Thank you for your service. Because that's what you've been programmed to say. Not that you mean it. You just look at them as suckers, dupes, idiots, losers. I like people who were not captured, you know? It was also a privilege to serve a president whose actions resulted in deaths of terrorists like Al Baghdadi and Qasem Soleimani, rather than a president whose actions resulted in the death of 13 service members. Oh, like, as if Trump yeah, um, has ha- his hands are clean, right? I'm not resigning, but you should. Well, good. You're fired. You're fired you tedious fascist bitch really i mean those words but here's the good part i love i loved aoc's response it was good here aoc AOC did not hold back while waving goodbye to Kellyanne Conway after Biden asked for her resignation from rocks. Kimberly Ritchie writes, Kellyanne Conway, blah, 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 former Trump House counselor and inventor of the Bowling Green massacre, didn't have a fantastic time with the news that President Biden asked for the resignation of herself and multiple other members of the military board of advisors, including Sean Spicer. Well, at least Sean Spicer, um, I think he's in the National Guard, if I'm not mistaken. At least he has that. But he's a a fascist liar too. So Kellyanne Conway has absolutely no credibility or or, um, she's got no business being anywhere near any service board, any academy. Well, well, obviously (laughs) she agrees with that since she never showed up for a meeting. She didn't do anything. She got nothing. She just got her paycheck. She doesn't want to miss her check. That's all. It's like Trump and Trump Network Vitamins. He doesn't give a shit if they are sugar pills on non-FDA approved sugar pills that you just embarrassed yourself by peeing in a cup with a Trump logo on it and sending it to the scumbag con man. He don't care that those, and he's going to send you back some goddamn horse sugar. I mean, might as well send you some ivermectin, but that was, you know, send you some bullshit that you take. They don't care if it works or not. It's sort of, this is the same way. Let's see. Uh, While he continues to do the cleaning up process as customary for new administrations, the Trump counsel have pushed back by tweeting, I'm not resigning but you should. Oh my god. So Conway was only one of 11 Trump-appointed officials that Biden wishes to dismiss although she's one of the most reviled by Democrats, including her Uh, well, due to her infamous love of misinformation. To that end, AOC didn't waste any time while reacting to Conway's public refusal to leave while helping push her towards the door with a hand wave emoji. And AOC wrote on Twitter, here it is, a predictable, if not unfortunate outcome clinging onto the vestiges of power against the people's will is... Kind of yours slash Trump's slash the GOP's thing. When you're fired, don't let the fascist victim complex hit you on the way out. I love it. Good, wor- good one. Good work. And I also appreciate that AOC used the word fascist. That's good. Everything I've been saying for years is now becoming common in the common parlance. I've been calling them fascists for years. That's what they are. I've been saying they're destroying democracy. That's what other people are saying now, too. Unfortunately, I hope, it, uh, the, uh, I hope it's not too late. So much damage has been done. And the only way we're going to over th- overthrow the fascist bastards infesting our body politic and destroying this country is by calling it out and unapologetically shoving into it into history's trash pile. Boom. And closing Lil' For now. I mean, because you always have to keep fighting the same battles again and again and again. That's why you can never rest. We. As if you want. I'm, t- I'm telling... Now I'm talking to the future. <laughs> if you... If we win. Right? We will win. If... Well... I keep saying we will win. I guess. Trying to be optimistic. But I'm kind of... Feeling a little pessimistic at this point. But we will win if... I guess I really can't qualify. But right here, right now, let's say, we will win if we unapologetically plan it that way. We're really in big trouble. I don't know. Maybe I have taken the doom pill as as Jeff waldorf said. I don't think so. though. I think I've taken... Is it not the doom pill? I we really do need to be alarmed. So it's not about it's, it's not about convincing ourselves that the systems will hold. They, the systems will only hold so far, and we know that. That's, we've seen this. Look at the Supreme Court. How much... It, it didn't take that long to completely destroy it. What will we do? Well, do we have the stomach to do what needs to be done to to take it back. I don't know about that. I do not know. Listening to I mean, well, AOC, I if, here's where I do get optimistic when because there are democrats that see the truth. There are some. And it does seem like for for example, Joe Biden as much of a corporatist as he is and was his entire career in politics, it does seem to me like he is—he's aware of the actual problems that the income disparity, the upward immobility, the concentrated wealth—that that's a, po- a problem that we. <laughs> That is killing us. It, it, it seems that he, he kind of gets that, which is why <clears throat> you know, he's uh, advocating for the human infrastructure that we desperately need. Even though uh, on the corporate media, I keep hearing, this is another thing that I hear on the corporate media, they're like, Bernie Sanders, oh, this was Stephanie Rule said this, Bernie Sanders isn't going to get everything he wants. Because it's just Bernie that wants it, right? Because he's so crazy. It's so far left, what we're asking for. It's so far left, the rest of the world has had it for generations. Like health care, family leave, days off, child care. It's so far left, Bernie Sanders isn't going to get it. It's, what a way to dismiss this shit that we need that we need to survive as a as a democratic republic oh bernie sanders it's just bernie he's a he's a socialist do you know that democratic social nobody likes it nobody likes socialism and joe manchin is he's wary of the price tag that's what they were saying on the corporate media like joe manchin Gives a shit about a price tag. You don't. You think Joe Manchin looks at a price tag when he's out shopping with his um, billionaire benefactors? Think he's counting the uh, the money in his bank account, saying, "Can I afford this?" We got big problems. God damn it. Where, but I, I just want to know before we close the show for tonight. Did Kellyanne Conway, did she get fired yet? Hmm. Is she fired? she should be? Let's see. Let me look it up. Because she was supposed to be fired. What if not? If she didn't resign. Conway fired. Let's see if anything comes up. No. Let's see. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. She didn't... I don't think... Yeah, she's still there. Still getting her paycheck. Still, still sucking on the government teat. Like the taker she is. She didn't belong there. Here's an article from, and um, this will probably be the last story. Kellyanne Conway didn't belong on the Air Force Academy board from MSNBC website by Hayes Brown. President Joe Biden is cleaning house. On Wednesday, the White House asked for the resignation of more than 10 of former assholes and appointees to the boards of three service academies, military service academies. It's an unprecedented move for Biden and absolutely the correct one. And for me, as an aside, it's it's heartening to see this because we know how Biden wants to unify the country or that's what we keep hearing. I want to bring us together. Well, good, good. You're getting rid of these assholes will bring us together. That's it. Maybe he realizes that and it's not about if somebody has an R after their name or, or appeasing the Trumpansies by giving them cushy, phony, baloney jobs or in letting them stay there to uh, inject themselves at certain times. You know, you know that's what she would do to fuck things up. Okay, so, but to hear the soon-to-be-fired board board members gripe about it, you'd think Biden had overturned the core principle of American democracy, right? You would think that maybe Biden was spreading a big lie. That's what we should have done in 2020. I always say this, that Hillary, she she received more votes at the time than anybody in American history at that point. Still, she... Didn't win the election? Still, the asshole won. The less vote-getting con man. So-called won. That's what... I mean... Still, we should have... I mean, anyway, whatever. Can't go back. But all through the the so-called Trump administration, they didn't administer shit they only administered lies and destruction of democracy but all throughout the 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 last 4 years the the democrats and anybody who got in front of a camera who is a democrat should have called this the trump administration should have reminded the american people that they are illegitimate they receive fewer votes. We, we keep talking about how th- uh, the Electoral College, that's another problem we have. We have money in politics. That's the big problem. But we got to get rid of the Electoral co- College. How do we get rid of the Electoral College? You can't just go in and say, we're going to get rid of the Electoral College. You have to prime the pump, so to speak, by continuing to tell the American people, this is illegitimate. This is archaic. We have to get rid of it. It's not working. It doesn't represent us. It's not modern. It's a throwback to slavery. It's a throwback to times that we need to leave behind. So, just like the Supreme Court, we want to expand the Supreme Court to nullify the filthy fascists who are who, are, who have destroyed it. They already have. Then... Whenever you get in front of a camera, Democrats say the illegitimate Supreme Court, the illegitimate Supreme Court justices who should never have been appointed because they were only there due to Republican dirty tricks. So don't you think if the shoe was on the other foot that that would have that that the Republicans would have engaged in those tactics if. The Democrats had a majority. Uh, did well? Not ever. See, Democrats don't do that. But let's say that they had illegitimately shoved a bunch of people onto the Supreme Court, um, blocked a Republican president from appointing uh, or nominating a su- uh, Supreme Court justices. The Republicans would never let us forget it. Yet, instead of you know. before i go just an aside it's not an aside but it is in a way we haven't really been talking about it in the abortion thing that they did uh, with by allowing this unconstitutional law to to stand the the democrats should be in whenever they're discussing this on corporate media they should not only be outraged about the Supreme Court doing this, but remind the American people that the Supreme Court is illegitimate at this point. They are less uh, appointed by uh, this less vote-getting con man, but by hook or by crook, and crook, that Amy Coney Barrett, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh are all illegitimate. They sh- They don't belong on the Supreme Court. that's part of the argument we're here they were able to get away with what they did Uh, throwing this Molotov cocktail uh, another one into the body politic wiping their ass with the constitution the constitution is just a goddamn piece of paper and it gets in the way of their mission to destroy it until they can finally destroy it for good Uh, it'll be a relic they they'll continue don't worry they'll continue to carry their made in china US constitutions in their pocket and point to it while as they're saying oh uh, my uh, your health your problem but it will mean nothing just as it means nothing now to them oh god i hate them that's how you do it you got to get up there and you keep got to repeat it, illegitimate, illegitimate. They were put there illegitimately. It's not just a tactic. This is the truth. And allowing them to get away with it by blowing past that whole illegitimate thing and just concentrating on how uh, repugnant they, uh, they are, this decision is, let's say, or non-decision, and their w- unwillingness to s- even sign it, just like the uh, Karen, the coughing Karen saying, oh, I'm not um, coughing on you. I have allergies. Yeah, It's the same thing. The lies. They don't want to own it. Well, if you're not proud of your behavior, that's what my mother used to say too, right? I'm talking about my mother a lot on this show. But that's what they, you know, if, you, if you're not proud of it, if you can't tell your mother about it, and you're not you know you're not proud of it then maybe you shouldn't be doing it Jesus Christ well here uh, let me just finish this article from MSNBC by Alex Wong and he writes she's not about Kellyanne Conway being fired from military academies or yet to be soon to be fired She's yet to attend a single meeting of the board. The last one was held in November. The Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, hit pause on new meetings early this year when he instituted a zero based review of 40 advisory committees that provide non binding suggestions to the Pentagon on everything from science to military family readiness. Zero based is corporation jargon, implying the review starts from zero. In this case, making each board defend its existence and current makeup. Well, the results are in, and that, and that means Conway and other Trump appointees to the boards of visitors of U.S. Air Force Academy and Naval Academy and Military Academy at West Point are out. Uh, this list includes the likes of retired Colonel Douglas McGregor, who once advocated for martial law, okay, at the southern border and who was most recently a senior advisor for Trump's last acting defense secretary, acting. And yet, again, that's another thing that shows you that Republicans hate democracy and Trump wants their, their dumb führer, dim leader, wants to be a dictator, of course. Because who needs advice and consent of the Senate? Who needs uh, the approval of the Senate or to pass? Who go through the, all the rigmarole of uh, passing your unqualified appointees through congressional review? Who needs the the bother? Just make them an, an acting, and then you don't have to do it. You're a king. You're effectively a king. B- boom. You're you're the Duke of uh, whatever. You're. Um, You're the Duke of Suffolk, you're the Duke of Norfolk, you know? I mean, that's how it works in the system we left behind when we rebelled against the crown. (sighs) But it goes to show you yet again how much they hate America. They just don't want to play by the rules of America. They want all the trappings, but they don't want all of the responsibilities and that's what it takes. It takes responsibility, it takes it takes maturity it takes the ability to adult oh boy let's see well the results are in that means here 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 that's i read that already what, what uh, wait, wait 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 who wants oh yes okay sorry sorry i know i'm babbling a little uh where is i'm just trying to find the, where i left off Oh yes, Trump's uh, yes, and it and it's a list that includes former White House press secretary and Dancing with the Stars fifth runner-up Sean Spicer. And okay, another example of how much Republicans hate democracy. That remember when he was on Dancing with the Stars, that asshole, and they had um, Fox News and all these propaganda outlets had. Um, segments where they encourage people to continuously vote and call in and call in and make sure that Sean keeps going keeps passing and and Trump would um, tweet it out and tell people to call and it's not fair anyway you know what I mean it had nothing to do with his whether he deserved to advance it was just they're just trying to own the libs again by destroying (laughs) they destroy everything they touch even Dancing with the Stars, they destroy. They can't even win legitimately at Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, because the point of that, I never watch it, unless I'm watching clips of Sean Spicer making an ass out of himself. But, but that, that's the point of Dancing with the Stars, isn't it? Where you dance, you get taught how to dance or something, and then the audience votes whether they like, well, yeah, whether you do a good job or not. Whether you can dance, whether you learn fast or whatever, and you do put on a good show, but they can't even—they can't even legitimately abide by those rules. <laughs> it's amazing because it, it's all about the—it's um, all about the award. It's not about—it's—it's it's not the journey, right? It's the destination to them. They don't want to put in the work to take the journey. So they just want the accolade. Look at me. Look at me. I went to the best schools, even though I learned absolutely nothing. Look at me, right? That's what they, that's, that's them. It's uh, and they cheat themselves. This is the other thing. You're a loser. You're not a winner, even though you got You might get the certificate, but you're lost. You lost, booby. You didn't win. You made a you, you you made an ass out of you and me. You just made an ass out of you, mostly, but also out of all of us. You cheated everybody. God. Let's see. Meanwhile, former Office of Management and Budget director Russ Vaught, who last year tried to make it easier to fire 88% of his office's civil servant servants says he plans to pursue legal actions because he's he's been asked to leave and that's exactly correct what AOC says it's just like a republican to want to hold on to power illegitimately get lost Get out of here. Leave. Go Galt. Get out. Excuse me. He's, he's, he's pursuing legal action. Good luck, honey. As MSNBC columnist Steve Vladek already pointed out, there's not a lot of room for any suit here. Appointees serve at the pleasure of the president, no matter how long the term is. And the, this president ain't happy. Much of the press coverage has focused on how outside the norm Biden's action is, given the appointees normally serve in these roles for three years, even if an administration changes. But here's the thing it's a bad system. Membership on many of these boards is basically a. a, an, a sen- wait, 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 wait. How do you pronounce that? I'm sorry. Sign a cure. That's it. Sinecure position. Sinecura. A what is that? Let me see. A position requiring oh yeah, of course. Little or no work, but giving the holder status or financial benefit. Oh, that's the whole point. Um, where is it? I lost my place. A gift granted to friends of the outgoing president. That was it. They gave them a cushy not a no show job. It's the equivalent of cashing in. Cashing in presidential loyalty rewards points <laughs> at the end of an administration. In many ways, it's a vestige of the spoil system where you have political leaders that are able to hand out these plums. Not because somebody has deserved it from the perspective of their serving their country or something, or having a particular expertise, but because of political closeness to the president. Max Steer, the president of the nonpartisan Partnership for Public Service, told ABC News. We saw similar appointments from President Obama and George W. Bush at the ends of their terms, albeit with people whose portfolios at least matched with the institutions. Trump's as per his idiom, pushed that system to its limits last year, even as he was trying to overturn the results of the presidential election. The big deal also is uh, being made over the presidential of, over the potential politicization of what have traditionally been nonpartisan positions, but in this case, these roles were filled with hyper-partisans and crackpots as a thank you from a hyper partisan crackpot. If anything, this is a move back towards the norm. Hello. That's what I keep saying, too. This is what we need unapologetically get rid of these people, get rid of the termites in our body, po- in our house that we, you know. How can we? How can our house stand? You know, a house divided against each other cannot stand. How can it stand when we got all these goddamn termites running around? It can't. If anything, it's a move back towards the norm, not away from it. No matter how Conway, uh, what she claims, I'm sure this won't be the last of these announcements. My money is on former Trump campaign staffers Corey Lewandowski and David Bossey getting booted from the Defense Business Board next. And when that time comes, I say to them the same thing I say to Conway. Spicer and Vaught, I say, good riddance. As do I. Those, I like that article. As do I, ladies and gentlemen. I say good riddance to these bastards. And God damn it, Stephen Lee. I just went back to the chat. Stephen Lee, many super chats. Kellyanne Conway has gone stale, says Stephen Lee. And then says, hey, Kellyanne, (laughs) QVC is hiring. She would be perfect for that. That That's her calling. It's more in her wheelhouse, really, just grifting, right? Grifting some Chinese-made sweatshop crap to a bunch of suckers. Not that people who uh, QVC are all suckers, but you know what I'm saying. High five, girlfriend. Got here on time to hear about cashing in, <laughs> says Robin M. Thank you for your super chat, Robin. And thank you all. Thank you I want to thank you and you and you and Katie O'Malley for becoming a patron. I want to thank, who do I want to thank? Let's see. I want to thank Haiku for everything, for being a rock of this show and uh, a great support for being the moderator and for all your contributions. I cannot do it without you. Thank you so much, Haiku. And Jim, thank you so much for being here all the time and for all your super chats and your support. And Errol, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Paradu. Thank you, Thomas Garrett. Thank you. Who else can we thank? JD of course Thank you JD What's it like JD? Looking in Looking from the outside in To this madness Yes Thank you Winston For your support And for showing up And hanging out And Jim of course I said yes Jabbermocky Thank you so much For hanging out Damascats, Nice to see you And thank you for your support Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who did I miss? Anybody? Errol. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, Mark. Our millennial correspondent. Thank you, Mark. You give me hope. You guys are the best. All right. Listen up. Listen up. Either. And Robin M. Thank you for being here (laughs) and for all your support. I can't do it without you. Thank you so much, really. And thank you again, Stephen Lee, another super chat. Are you, you're going mad. Mother nature is the greatest fumigator. It's true. That's the only thing that I keep thinking. I, I, I don't care that the, these right wingers are dropping dead. I know that's a horrible thing to say. I should be a better person. I know that. It doesn't faze me. Maybe if a bunch of poor innocent people that weren't a bunch of assholes um, were dropping dead. I mean, it's. I don't really care. I think you're. it's like Stephen Lee said, Mother Nature is the greatest fumigator. Perhaps this is the way of my, maybe this is Mother Nature calling the herd, right? Maybe it's Mother Nature doing. Uh, you know, there's a so the Gaia. I'm sure you've heard of it. The Gaia principle: Earth is a living organism, and um, it will get. Ri- it's like like uh, like any organism. If it is attacked by a virus, let's say, it will it will defend itself. And the Gaia principle asserts that uh, human beings are sort of, will, will be uh, eliminated, let's say, from Earth. Mother Earth will make the planet, well, we make the planet uninhabitable for human life. And Mother Earth will eventually shake us off. Because we've done, our actions have set it up that way. And uh, maybe that's how I'm kind of looking at this, at this point. Maybe, you know, Mother Earth goes on. Maybe this is her way of saving herself. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to destroy the entire human race. Just the ones that are the problem. And I'm not saying, I'm saying legally and peacefully, Mother Earth. Legally and peacefully. <laughs> it's getting dark in here. All right, guys, guys, guys. I love you all. I don't know. That's all All I can say is I love you. Thank you for your super chats. Thank you for your patronage. Let me know if you want a mug tarabustermedia at gmail.com and we will win Tom Hartman's coming on the show Wednesday, remember that we will see each other again probably Saturday I don't know if I'll be able to do a show tomorrow we'll see, we'll see, we'll see and yeah all right, I'll do as, I'll, I'm trying, I'm trying, guys. I try to do as many shows, but then other shit gets in the way and I have to do it because we don't have enough patrons. You know what I'm saying? To keep the show, to make sure the show goes every every day at a set time. We're just not there yet. All right, but we will win. If, if, if we have the stomach... I just, I just heard thought of Queen Elizabeth, the first. Remember, I have the stomach. What did she say? I may have the body of a weak, and fragile woman, but I have the stomach, the heart, and stomach of a king, and a king of England. At that, so, if we have the stomach, we may be weak or feel weak or uh, ineffectual but we have the we definitely have the heart and stomach do we have the stomach? I don't know I do I I don't know about you time it's time but we will win we're on the right side of history that's not debatable we're on the right side of Decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, guys. I really mean it. And e unum. let's put that into action. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron. Like and share the show. Share the show with your friends. And I'll see you very soon.